0: Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from our temporary studios here in Detroit. And the Emmy nominations are out. And so today's episode, we're going to go through uh, the Emmy, Emmy nominations, and I'm going to make predictions. That's right. I am going to make predictions. And after the Emmys air in September, we will see how badly I've done. Um, so, keep this episode bookmarked so y'all can laugh at me later. And I promise you, you will be laughing at me later. Um, alright, let's go ahead and get started. Um, for the record, we're only going to do major categories, um, best drama, best comedy, um, best actor, best actress, in both comedy and drama. Um... Maybe at some point we'll do, like, writing and whatnot, but for now we're just going to stick to the boldface uh, categories. So, as un- unlike what the show does, we're going to start with Best Drama. And we're going to work our way down from that. Um, so, up for Best Drama is Better Call Saul... Uh, AMC's The Network, Bodyguard, Netflix, Game of Thrones, HBO, Killing Eve, AMC, and BBC America, Ozark, Netflix, Pose, FX, Succession, HBO, and This Is Us, NBC. Now, the rating champ is Game of Thrones. And, frankly, um, I think the last season was a little bit too divisive. Um, Game of Thrones got more Emmy nominations than any other show in the history of the Primetime Emmy Awards. Uh, so there, there's still a lot of love for, for Game of Thrones. However, I think um, with the def- divisive um, final season... Um, and, in, in Will's words, the writer's quote-unquote not knowing what the hell they're doing, I- I'm kind of leaning towards them not, um, them not making a repeat happen here. Um, I don't honestly remember the last time... I don't honestly remember a last the last time a network show took home Emmy Gold. So I I'm gonna cross that out. Succession I've heard is good, critics seem to adore it, but Honestly I'm not one hundred percent positive that um, the, the Academy will go for that. I'm thinking it's going to be... Um, either Killing Eve... Which in its second season... Received even more praise than in the first season. Or Bodyguard. Which was a huge sensation for Netflix. Um, and Netflix is willing to spend the money... To not only get nominated... But also to win and at this point I think that's that's generally what they want they want to win getting uh, getting nominated is nice and obviously helps them but If they want to continue to build franchises and whatnot they they need to win some awards and get some national recognition um so a big spin here would definitely help them uh, and as I said, with the divisive final season of Game of Thrones, um this could be their opportunity to sneak in i without looking through the history too much, I don't remember the last time. Um I don't know if a streaming network has ever won Best Drama. Um, so this could be history in the making here. One show I would not rule out is Pose. Um Pose is making history being the first LGBTQ um show to break through and be nominated for best outstanding- or outstanding drama um and Ryan Murphy has a tendency to uh be able to take that sort of um, thing and at least for a season or so bring home big Emmys um, but the downfall is Ryan Murphy is more known for writing. Characters that win awards for actors, not necessarily um, the show bringing home the big award. So I'm going to keep my money on uh, on Bodyguard at this point. And I'm going to go take a break, and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And one of the things that has always really confounded me, and one day I'm going to do an opinion segment on this, um, but one thing that's always really confounded me as a comedy writer is why drama is more impressive than um, than comedy in terms of awards. Like, you know, they always hold back the the big drama award for you know the end of the night, and comedy gets. Second best place or whatever, and comedy is a far more popular and B, um, I think would be much more entertaining than the show on. That's just my opinion though. Um, anyways, I forgot to mention this in the beginning segment. Um, Game of Thrones shattered Emmy nomination records with thirty-two for their final season. The Marvelous Miss Maisel was second with 20 nominations. Um, So yay for them. And let's head on over and find out who is nominated for Outstanding Comedy. For Outstanding Comedy, we have... um, We have Barry from HBO, Fleabag from Amazon Prime, The Good Place, NBC, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Amazon Prime, Russian Doll, Netflix, Schitt's Creek, Pop, and Veep, HBO. Now, in this category, there are a couple of firsts. This is the first nomination in Outstanding Comedy for Pop. Actually, Chits Creek got four nominations total. Um, which are the first four any nominations that Pop has ever had. So, congratulations to them. And I mean that sincerely. That might sound sarcastic, but no, seriously. Congratulations to them. Um... And this is going to sound really shitty, but in today's peak TV time, this is actually a very true sentiment. Being nominated really is a win. Um, that being said, I'm sorry to say I don't think Shits Creek is going to win this year. Um, last year's winner was um, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. And I think what we're going to have here is a a heavyweight competition between The Marvelous Miss Maisel and Veep. Um, Unfortunately, I think in this case, The Marvelous Miss Maisel will be taking a knee. I I, I don't think it's going to come out of the battle the ultimate victor. There's a lot of love for Veep. Um, and particularly, there's a lot of love for Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but I believe every year it's been nominated, it has won. It is one of those rare shows where a nomination usually does equal a win, and I don't see that changing this time. Um... You know, of course it's great to see Fresh Blood in the category. Um, Schitt's Creek. um, Fleabag. Unfortunately, I think those comedies are going to be left in the wake of of veep. It's riding a, a, a wave of a political climate that dares to be satired. It rides it's riding a wave of really goodwill for star and executive producer julia julia louis dreyfus um and i keep saying that because people really do like julia um after her breast cancer scare people really um I, i shouldn't say scare after she was diagnosed with breast cancer people really rallied around her and and set her up um and just as with Scandal um, a few years ago, the last season of Veep had to be rewritten because of how ridiculous the political climate got. So I think that there's definitely something to be said for um, Veep riding, riding back into victory and leaving us with a wake of surrealness I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be right back and I'm back and we're heading over to um outstanding lead actor in a drama this race has been one of the most competitive in um in recent memory um Unlike comedy, where this it tends to be the same winners over and over again... Um... Drama tends to... Uh, dramas tend to end a lot earlier than than comedies... With the exception being the death-defying Grey's Anatomy... Um... So that it allows for more flesh... Fresh blood... Not flesh blood... Fresh blood... <laughs> um... To enter the race... Um, And there's always some um, splashy new role um, being invented. And we're going to talk more about that in just a second, which we've already kind of talked about already. For lead actor in a drama series, uh, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Netflix. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, NBC. NBC. Kit Harington, Game of Thrones, HBO. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, AMC. Billy Porter, Pose, FX. Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us, NBC. So, what normally happens here? Um, and this really happens in the daytime, in, in the soap operas a lot. Um, maybe not so much anymore because there's only two of them, or four of them rather. Um, but when you have two, which is where my mind was going when I said two, um, when you have two, they they kind of cancel each other out. Um, and of course that was true when there were 20 soaps on the air. Now that there's only four, you're bound to have multiple, um, multiple nominations from different shows. That being said, um, Primetime, again, we're in Peak TV, there's 450 plus shows on air. Um so let's take a look at um let's take a look at what shows or what what actors could win. Um, The first one I read off was Jason Bateman. He's a non-entity. After the controversy surrounding Arrested Development, I really don't believe that he stands a chance of of winning. Um, As Will said in our um, Oscar episode... Hollywood really likes to pat themselves on the back for being good liberals. I think at this point... handing... handing Jason Bateman an award... after... his... attack... and there's no other word to, to use than attack... Um, on Jessica Walter... Um they wouldn't be good liberals. Um, Bob Odenkirk is a great actor, comes from a show that was spun off from a massive Emmy Award winner, and yet has I don't think it's ever taken home the gold. Um, so he's a non entity in this as well. Um I we've already kicked out the two This Is Us Boys. Men, excuse me, which leaves us Sterling Cape, or I'm sorry, Kit Harrington and Billy Porter. Kit Harington, uh, I believe this is his second or third nomination. I don't believe he's ever won. So him taking home the gold, or him taking, winning the award this time. Would not be a really big surprise. However. Billy Porter. Coming from a Ryan Murphy show. That is critically beloved. With a big splashy character. Um, this is right in the wheelhouse for Emmy voters. Um, they would be promoting a person of color. Um, someone who's LGBTQ+, plus, um, and promoting an LGBTQ+, um, show. And I think that's why Billy Porter is going to ultimately be, um, uh, the walkaway winner here. He's younger, um, of course he's going to have many more chances to win. Um, and Pose was already renewed for a third season, so... Season 2 is eligible for next year's Emmys. Season 3 is expected to be eligible for the 2021 Emmys. Um, so we could see Billy Porter repeat as a winner. Um, or, more likely, um, just like Leah Michelle and Jane Lynn, well, Jane Lynn's won twice, I believe. Um, but like Leah Michelle, I think Billy Porter might be a one and done. This is his one time, I believe. And I'm going to go take a break and come right back. And I'm back. And the Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series is also shaping up to be a humdinger. Um, and I'm going to catch so much help for using that word. I promise you, Will is going to hear that. And he's going to mock me relentlessly. Um. Deservedly so. <laughs> so, um, here are the nominees for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series: Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones, HBO; Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Uh, BBC America and AMC. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Laura Linney, Ozark. Mandy Moore. Oh, Ozark is on Netflix. Mandy Moore, This Is Us, NBC. Sandra O., Killing Eve, uh, BBC America and AMC. Robin Wright, House of Cards. All right, so. This is a really, really tough category. The previous winner, Claire Foy, um, is not in the running, obviously, because she is no longer with the crown. Uh, And by the way, I just love the crown's premise of replacing the lead actors every couple of seasons um, to represent the queen getting older. I thought that was brilliant. Um, So... Um, there's that. Um, I'm surprised that there's no Ryan Murphy show here. But being, being what it is, um, let's start to rule people out. Unfortunately, I think Sandra O. Oh and, um, Jodie Comer will rule each other out. Um, if anything, Sandra does have a little bit of momentum going for her because of the Golden Globe win. But, unfortunately, I just don't think that's going to be enough to carry her to a victory. Um, Laura Linney is a really interesting choice here. I love Laura Linney. Um, she was fabulous. reprising her role as Marianne in Tales of the City. I haven't seen her in Ozark. Um, but I could see her sneaking away with the award. Should the Academy want to give Ozark some love. Um, and that's a really big if. Um I don't know that that's going to necessarily be the case. Amelia um, Clark would be a really good win. Um, and again, just because the last season of Game of Thrones was divisive, doesn't mean that the the actors should be punished. I think she's a long shot, though. Um, there was no big, splashy um, scene for her to really clutch onto. And generally speaking, that's something that is really needed um, for someone to um, clench the wind. So she might have to just deal with being a nominee for for this time. I'm sure she's going to land another show. Um, Robin Wright cannot be discounted. But like at Game of Thrones, the last season of House of Cards was very divisive. Um, And it had the added misfortune of being mired in the Kevin Spacey scandal and it faced near cancellation. The fact that they were able to work something out and get get it to air, get a final season to air, was a miracle in and of itself. The nomination, I think, is the second miracle. There could be a third... But I'm not quite as sure that's going to be the case. Um. Mandy Moore. Well, Viola Davis and Mandy Moore. um, both, Both of their shows, This Is Us for Mandy Moore and How to Get Away with Murder for Viola Davis. Have their ends in sight. Um. Many more. Um, or This Is Us has three more seasons, I believe. Um, before it ends, so she has more chances to win. Viola Davis, having already won the Emmy, um, and I think is the best shot here. Um, Her work as Annalise Keating has always been phenomenal. And as I mentioned, she's already won. Um, So I think that the Academy would feel very comfortable making her a repeat winner. Um, And it would be a nice little boost to how to get away with murder for its final season. And it would give the networks a much-needed reason to stay... um, ...within the... Uh, ...within the... ...EMMY system. Um, and maybe try a little bit harder... ...to get performers... ...and create dramas that... ...are... ...EMMY bait, so to speak. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna come right back. And I'm back. So... Um, We have been talking about the Emmy nominees and um, my predictions on who's going to win. And we're going to continue that with Outstanding Lead Actor in a comedy series. Um, The one thing I do want to say about the uh, comedy series here is... For whatever reason, and I think it's because of what I said earlier um, about um, comedies just in general... Comedies do tend to last longer. Um The Big Bang Theory ended at 12 years. It's always sunny in Philadelphia is going on like its 14th year, I believe. Um The Simpsons just won't stop. They're on the 31st year. Or this year was their 30th. Um they're going into their 31st year. Um A family guy same thing. Um you yeah. know, and, of course, Family Guy and The Simpsons don't compete in the big league. Uh, well, I shouldn't say in the big league. Family Guy and The Simpsons don't compete with live-action shows. But, um, I, I think my point remains. Modern Family, even, um, is entering its tw- uh, 11th season, or maybe its 12th season, so... There's a lot to consider there. I think that there's a reason why there's not much movement in this um, category, in these categories coming up. Last year's winner was Bill Hader, and this year's nominees are Anthony Anderson, Blackish, ABC, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Showtime, Ted Danson, The Good Place, NBC, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Kaminsky Method, Netflix. Bill Hader, Barry, HBO. Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Pop. So there's really no way for me to start eliminating these guys um, based on my usual formulas. Um, Anthony Anderson did have a bit of a blip of a scandal, um, when a couple of women came forward and said that he had sexually harassed them. But, I, it was such a blip and there were no charges filed and the story never gained traction. Um, I think the worst thing going against Anthony Anderson here is he's been nominated and never won. Um, and Blackish, unlike in previous years, isn't even nominated for Outstanding Comedy. So I think that's going to, more than anything else, I think that's going to be the hindrance for him. Um. Same thing with Don Cheadle. Um. No scandal. Um, a slight, a very very slight, um, feud with Kathy Griffin. Uh, but nothing that would sway voters one way or the other on him. I think the worst thing going for him is that Black Monday is not nominated for Outstanding Comedy. And let me just be clear here. The show not being nominated is not necessarily a hindrance. It's just the only thing I have to go on right now. Uh, <laughs> honestly, um um Ted Danson the good place. Um he's a he's a real contender here. Um a beloved a truly beloved comedy. Um, that is critically just praised. Um, I think it's the most praised comedy on TV at this point. Um. And year after year, it's been snubbed. This year, it finally got some love. I just... I... Uh, Ted Anson is a former winner, and The Good Place is going into its final season, so there's that. Um, But I'm just not sure that this is going to be enough. Um, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Theory, or I'm sorry, The Kaminsky Method, same thing um, as Uh, Don Cheadle and Anthony Anderson. Without his show being nominated for Outstanding Comedy, I don't see very many people voting for him. Um, I'm gonna skip Bill Hader, and I'm gonna go with Eugene Levy. Um, Schitt's Creek is really popular and gaining popularity thanks to not only Pop, but streaming on Netflix. Um... And like The Good Place, it's going into its final season, uh, finally getting some Emmy love. Uh, I, the thing here is, <coughs> Eugene Levy went into the show as arguably the most well-known star. And he's walking out of it arguably the least essential star. Um, His son Dan and... TV with Catherine O'Hara, who we're going to talk about in the next segment, um, have both have splashier roles, um, and so I just don't think Eugene is going to be able to carry this nomination to a win. Um, that being said, I do think that Bill Hader, who plays the t- titular character, Barry, will probably walk away with... With another win. Um, uh, you know, again, the Outstanding Lead Comedy and Outstanding Lead um, Comedy Actress both rely very heavily on past winners, especially recent past. Uh, but I think if there's an upset here, it's going to be Ted Danson upsetting um Bill Hader's um repeat win but there are obviously there are a lot of really good choices um I just don't think a lot of them are going to pan out the way um they're hoping and I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna come right back and I'm back and just like the outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series tends to be very stable. Um, Julia Louis Dreyfus has won the award, um, for, re- for every single season that's been eligible. Um, so, that that tells you something. Um, before that, I believe Julie Julie Bowen from Modern Family won. She may have won once or twice actually before um, the tsunami known as Veep um, took over. But there honestly, there's not much change unless the show goes off the air um and veep lasted seven seasons uh and I'm trying to um I'm trying to think again, you know we talked about how all of these um how comedies just tend to last longer. And I think that's obviously just going to be a trend that continues here. Um, but let's take a look at the nominees for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Um, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Netflix. Rachel Brosnan, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Veep. Um, the Marvelous Miss Maisel is Amazon Prime. Phoebe is HBO. Natasha Lyon, Russian Doll, Netflix. Katherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek, Pop. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fleabag, Amazon Prime. <sighs> Such an array of actresses, all of them very deserving. Um... And all of them have, just like with um, the the lead actors in a comedy series, all of them basically check all the boxes. There's no real scandals here. Um, These actresses are all very professional and keep everything above board. So... um, Negating or saying that they're not going to win is a much more difficult, so we're going to take them one by one. Christina Applegate, dead to me. Um, in the first season, Christina Applegate was by far the standout. Um, she was dead on perfection for that role. And there's no real reason... Why she couldn't break through and actually be a winner. Um, That being said... After they... After giving... The award to Rachel Brosnan... uh, Last year... For a, a freshman show... I'm not sure that the Academy is going to want to do that again. Um, And speaking of Rachel... She's back in contention. And I think winning last year gives her leg up on everyone else. Her show was even more critically acclaimed, if, if that's possible... Um... This year than it was in its freshman year. And. She was able to explore more depths to her character. If there's a drawback. Um. If there's a drawback. To any of this. Um. For her it's just that her name's not Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Honestly. Um. (laughs) That sounds so callous and so mean, but it's true. Um, Natasha Lyon, Russian Doll. There is nothing more that Hollywood loves, other than patting themselves on the back for being good liberals, than a good comeback. And Natasha Lyon has completed... She has put the last piece in place for her come back. This is one of the most wonderful turnarounds in Hollywood history. Um, she went from top of the A-list to drug-addled mess in the flash of a Lindsay Lohan private part. (laughs) Um. But, (laughs) I think... I think the issue here is going to be, once again, that her name's not Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, I, I just don't... I think Natasha Lyon will definitely return to the nominee circle and step up onto the winner stage at some point. That point's just not this time around. Catherine O'Hara, a beloved star with a big splashy role on a ultra popular and, and growing show that's coming to an end. And if, if there's someone who's going to go 10 rounds with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, it's going to be Catherine O'Hara. However, as a first-time nominee for this role, I don't see her quite stepping into, um... I don't see her stepping up onto the stage to accept her Emmy Award. I, um... I know a lot of people are going to get angry with me for saying that, but honestly, I just don't see it happening. Um... Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Fleabag has its fans. And an Emmy win, a big Emmy win like Lead Actress, would definitely help it stand out in a crowded field. I just don't think that there's enough momentum for her at this point. So the ultimate winner, I think, will be Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, for Veep for the very last time. Um, after, after everything she went through to get this final season made um, and coming out and having it be a critical hit, having it, you know, be timely and fresh without looking like it's actually satirizing what's happening in the world... This is, um, I think this is the final time that they're going to do, um, they're going to give her the award, um, you know, some people are saying, oh, you know, she's going to go on and win again, and that that could be true, she won for Seinfeld, I believe, um, she's won for The New Adventures of Old Christine, but we don't know if she's actually going to take on another show, um... Or if she just wants to spend time with, with her her children and her family, um, you know, there's a lot about Julia Louis Dreyfus than what meets the eye, and we'll talk about that in a deep dive later. But for right now, I'm gonna take a break, and I'm gonna come right back. And I'm back. And I know we haven't talked about outstanding supporting actor, um, in a comedy. In a drama series or outstanding lead actor or outstanding supporting actress, in a drama or comedy series, Um, and we're gonna we're gonna do those, um, but we're gonna do those in another episode. Um, What I wanted to do is skip into um, one final category. Um, and, well, it's actually two different, okay, so we're going to do two different categories, but we're going to wrap them all up into one segment here. Um, and again, we'll talk about, um, outstanding supporting actor and actress in a comedy-drama, Um, limited series, TV movie, and those Actors and Actresses in another episode. Um, but this is already running on the... Closer to an hour than I had imagined it would. (laughs) Um, so... And I know y'all don't like to listen to me talk for that long. (laughs) Um, but so... So we'll do a... A follow-up episode. Um, and then we'll get back to the juicy gossip next week. Um, so... Today was the Emmy nominees. Tomorrow will be um, the rest of the Emmy nominees. Friday is going to be the long-delayed Kevin Spacey Deep Dive. And then, of course, this weekend will be Blind Items. There's a really juicy big one um, that comes from Crazy Days and Nights. That's going to um, happen this weekend. And then uh, an episode of regular Blind Items um, from various sources. And and honestly what I might do is I might split them up and the juicy long one might just be one segment and we might do others. Um I haven't quite decided that yet. Um but so let's talk about variety sketch series. Um Now, there's not that many sketch series around that I can think of, at least. So, this should be fairly simple. Um, Last year's winner was Saturday Night Live. Um, It's one of the few broadcast shows that still continuously wins Mm -hmm. Emmy Awards. Um, So, variety sketch series at home with amy sedaris documentary now drunk gossip oh (laughs) drunk history i am not nominated for amy people (laughs) but that is staying (laughs) because (laughs) oh boy (laughs) all right drunk history (laughs) i love you america with sarah silverman Saturday Night Live. Who is America? Alright, so my little faux pas aside, um, Who is America, I believe, is the Sasha Baron Cohen show that really pissed off the right wing, which with the liberal-loving Hollywood elite who give out these awards, you would think that would be a good thing. But they're not trying to piss off conservatives completely. Um, no, conservatives are already up in arms because the show was nominated. But, honestly, like I said, I can't think of too many um, sketch shows that are still around. So... Um, you know, there, there's that. Um, at Home with Amy Sedaris... It's a cute show. Um, very satirical, very funny. Um, and I, I personally love Amy Sedaris. Um, she is fantastic on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. If you haven't seen her, just go watch. I promise you, she is, she is so good. She's so good that she was actually promoted, um, in the final seasons. Um... Documentary Now was a big splashy show um, that attracted a lot of A-list talent and whatnot. Um, Drunk History is a perpetual nominee. I try to really, I don't think it's won yet. Um, and that's because it's up against the behemoth known as Saturday Night Live. And while it has not been as funny or as um cutting edge as it was um during the 2015-2016 season it still gets really good material it's you know it still makes headlines it still pisses off Trump and it will take that momentum of pissing off Trump right to the winner's circle that is something i am 100% sure of Um, Variety Talk Series The winner in 2018 was Last Week Tonight with John Oliver The nominees are The Daily Show with Trevor Noah Full Frontal with Samantha Bee Jimmy Kimmel Live Last Week Tonight with John Oliver The Late Late Show with James Corden and the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, has yet to reach the heights of popularity that um, the Daily Show with John Stewart did. Now, some people are going to tell me that's unfair to compare Trevor Noah to John Stewart. Um, that there can only be one John Stewart, but I think there's more that we're missing here. And I think what we're missing is, um, w- under John Stewart's leadership, The Daily Show had multiple spinoffs, um, and a lot of people, including a couple of my exes, actually turned to The Daily Show, even though it was satirical in a comedy show. For the news, rather than um, the news channels like CNN or um, any of the net- the broadcast networks, um, and I think that that's really hurting him. Um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Jimmy Kimmel is really good at going viral, um, and he. He has successfully entered the political comedy arena and done so with heart, using his son, um, his son's illness as a way to connect with viewers and say, hey, I'm worried about my kid just like you are. Um, and I don't think, for the record, I don't think that this was a strategic thing on his part. I think it's just something that happened and maybe opened his eyes in a way Um, that they hadn't been opened before. That being said, his pass on The Man Show has been popping up more and more frequently, and I think that's going to make Emmy voters shy away from him. Um, At least for right now. The Late Late Show with James Corden... Again, James Corden is brilliant at going viral. Um, He is so successful that his um, Carpool Karaoke was given a series order at Apple. um, And his specials are always Emmy-nominated for CBS. But because they're... Because he gets the nominations for the specials, I don't see... I personally don't see him getting another... Um, I don't see him winning this. Um, I can see him taking home the award for the specials, though. That leaves us with Full Frontal with Samantha B. And... Um, the late show with Stephen Colbert. And I personally love Samantha B. Um I think she's brilliant, she's funny, she's incisive, and she's right on. Um and I can see I can see her walking away with this award the issue is a woman has never um in my recollection or in my cursory research walked away with with the award um so that i think that's the one big thing going against and for her another issue that i can see Um, another issue I can see, um, building is I, I had to listen to a podcast for work and there was a bit of brilliant business advice, which was don't be the business. And honestly, with a show like Drunk Gossip or Full Frontal with Samantha B, our personalities are what drive the, the, the business. This is what drives the show. Um, but I can also see that kind of, be, I understand why that's a bad business model. Um, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert... Just with Stephen Colbert being in the host seat has already proven that the show can survive a host change and even thrive. Um, it, uh, he's getting better numbers than David Letterman did in the later half of his tenure on the show. Uh, Deadline, TV Line, and many other outlets quote him first. When it comes to um, the political comedy. And um, this is just another way for the Academy to stick it to Trump. That's not to say that Colbert does not deserve it. He does. But um, we know Trump doesn't like him because Trump doesn't like anyone who attacks him quote-unquote, attacks him. Um... So... I... I would give the edge here to Stephen Colbert. Um... I would not rule out John Oliver taking it. But when he won, he was... Again, he was making headlines and going viral, and... um, seemingly promised to bring in viewers to the Emmys um this time I don't necessarily see that being the case um so yeah I'm giving the edge here to Colbert and that's gonna do it for me for today guys thank you all so much for listening as always, um, I appreciate you. Let me know what you think about my predictions. Leave a comment on Facebook or, tw- um, or Instagram at AuthorEdAnderson. Twitter is at A. Leave me a anchor voice message. Um, or you can email us producers at drunkgossip.com. Um <laughs> but until next time. Cheers.